And we are in. Welcome to season three, episode two of the Spivey Special Podcast. We got We're Troy. We got Zach. As always. We're ready to do Spivey some podcasting. Brothers. I am ready to do some podcasting. It has been a little bit. It's been one it's been week. Like about a week. It's been yeah. about a week. Yeah. Feels good to be back in the studio just doing things, man. Just making it rain metaphorically with like our to, words. I don't even have my light on. I'm just doing all the things wrong. I'm Gosh. such a noob. What Who a noob. invited this guy? Ooh, that's too bad. Whoa, that's worse. Yeah, there we go. Glad we decided now was the time to do that. Whoa. Yeah, it's part of the show. It's part of the show. Us getting ready for the show. So we just, you know, got to peel back the curtain sometimes and, you know, let the people know what's going on. All right, Troy, we are in. Are you ready to get loose? Let's get it loose. Sounds like Mad Dog's ready to get loose. He's very ready to get loose. All right, here we go. Let's get loose. We got our new drop do, up. Do, 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 do. You wouldn't looked at it. I saw it. It's not. A, it's got a delay. So oh, there's a delay. You'll see it in a second. All right, Troy, let's get loose. Let's talk a little. You can talk a little league baseball. You just brought this Why up a couple seconds. We? Why let's wouldn't get, we? Let's get loose with some little league baseball. Troy, tell us about this kid from South Dakota. Yo, Gavin Weir, the guy is just a filthy lefty. Let's see the stats we got. He Today, he threw his fourth no-hitter of this <laughs> summer, so just no one's even getting close to him. In the last eight games he's pitched, he's given up just one hit. Um, of, of 132 batters he's faced, he's struck it out 114. So only 18 people oh have put gosh. the ball in play against him, and one of those was a hit, so just nasty i mean from that close you you know bigger kid you pumping the ched i mean just no chance at all but you haven't seen a picture like that in a while since uh, i would say 14 year old daniel monte he was very very good when he was two years older than all the other kids <laughs> he was still really talented though yeah we'll tell the story we were on a trip in New York and we we're listening to the radio in the van that took us from the airport to our hotel. And we're listening as a high school state championship. I think it was in New York and Danny yeah. Omonte was on the bump. So, I mean, he was able to translate to 60 feet. That was the last time that we heard from Danny Omonte. As far as I'm as far as I remember, I don't think he did much past that. You know, I don't but really have his in the past. Who doesn't like a good Danny Omonte? I bet Danny Almonte was one in one of the Sharknado movies, if I had to guess. Probably. We'll probably look it up. It's probably true. Don't even look it up. Don't fact check this. You don't need to. All right, Troy. Why would you? Are we, you ready to move on to our next topic? Are you loose? Yeah, we're already nice and loose. I'm we didn't have to do too much stretching. We're a little loose. We're going to move on to football now. And our new Ooh. segment, which is called Armchair Long Snappers. We're like Couldn't armchair quarterbacks. We're not quite quarterbacks, but we could probably long snap. I could stand in the way. They're not really allowed to hit me right away. I think I could be a good long know. snapper. I think you look like a long snapper, but I don't know if you got the girth, and that's a compliment. You're welcome. Oh, thank you, Troy. <laughs> I'm too skinny to be a long snapper. Perfect. Yeah. All right, we're going to start off with our quarterback battles. We have three of them going on right now. We've got Chicago. We got Mr. Average, Andy Dalton. They, the Dalton line himself holding off. I think Do you got to think start Justin Fields one. takes the job. 
I think I don't think so start. right away. I think you got to start Dalton right away because it's one of those things where you can't go. It's like with all of these competitions, you can't go the rookie off the back and then bring in Dalton later if the if the rookie doesn't do well. It's just kind of you can't really do it that way. Yeah. No, I'm I'd rather, I'm ready for some Dalton time. I think he'll uh, right the ship. I think that defense just has to be better than it has been for that team to even win. They're like top 15 or top 10 last year, but that's not good enough. That defense has to be like the best in the league for them to have any shot this year. Yeah. It's gotta be one of those situations where, like you said, the defense carries them. Dalton could not just, turn the ball over for long enough. They're just good, good enough. Just yeah. good enough on the offensive side and they'll be fine. All right, let's move down to new Orleans. Jameis Winston is now the statistical favorite through Bavada to be the starting quarterback week one. I think that's I what you got to I think it's going to be one of those kind of like they use both of them in each game. I mean, Dude, that's gross. I hate that. I know. You you want your best players on the field, though. So if you have them both on the field at the same time, you can be like a – Hill can be like a fullback, tight end, whatever you want to do with him. But I hate – I think that's might have been a reason why Breeze kind of hung it up just because he wanted wasn't on the field all the time. Slash was old. Like both yeah, those yeah. factors. It's like a million, it's like a million years <laughs> old. But yeah, I wouldn't want to be Drew Brees and be have like the most passing yards of all time, and then they bring in Taysom Hill to On run to down. the left for third three yards, and then they bring him back in for third down. Oh, I guess he didn't get it. So you're up, buddy. It. Yeah, I hate it too. I'm I'm big on Jameis Winston. I think if he can get some, if he can uh, keep that starting job, he might go forty forty this year. Be the only man in that club. Oh, I think though with that, you know, but I don't know if they vision, let him get to 40 picks. I think with that vision correction, I think he's going to have a better season. I think he's got, I some think weapons. the LASIK is an underrated thing that happened for Jameis Winston. And I think he's ready to be dominant at football. Well, I think too, that the saints are a super bowl, you know, talented team. If he just, he's not going to have to, he's not going to be asked to do as much as he had to do with the bucks. Well, I think for them to have any chance, they need Michael Thomas to stop being a crazy person. And I don't know that that's a thing. Those wide receivers, baby. It's a different breed of cat. I love yeah. them. I mean, I wouldn't want them on my team, but I love them. No, well, at least he didn't freeze his foot or all have, the other uh, things. At least that... the left eye Lopez burn his house down or something like all those crazy wide receivers. But you better not. You better not. <laughs> all right. Last quarterback battle. We'll talk about San Francisco. Jimmy G, Trey Lance, do you even care? I, I don't care. It's all about the defense, I think, there, too. Yeah, it's it's similar to what Chicago. I think that I think the Niners have a few more weapons there on the offensive side. I think you got to, again, one of those things where you got to start with Garoppolo, see what he can do. He messes up. You know, he you just can't in... stay on the field, but he's super dominant. He took him to a Super Bowl. He's won a yeah. lot of games for them. He just can't stay on the field. So I don't know. That you need to bring in Trey Lance for that if he's healthy. Yeah, like I said, it's hard to go from rookie back to the veteran. And then if you have to bring the rookie in again, it's just it's too much. I think he's gonna get under Garoppolo, kind of like Garoppolo did with Brady, and kind of just put him under his wing, and then eventually it'll be his show. But I don't think you need to do it right off the bat. Yeah, I agree. You gotta start. I think you gotta start Jimmy G. I as think exciting as Trey Lance has been. 
I think Jimmy G, it's still his job. All, all three of those, I think you got to go with the veteran. Bring him in. I think the only starter week one that I've seen really is Trevor Lawrence, maybe. Yeah, he's got to be. He's well, and um, the Jets quarterback as well. Zach Wilson. Oh, He'll start too. But I mean, how many different starting quarterbacks have the Jets had? I heard some on the radio, like of all the people that, of all the teams that have drafted a first round quarterback, like multiple times in the last 10 years, it's just crazy. I think the Jets are three. Jags have a bunch. The Browns have a huge list of them. So, Yeah, the Browns have three. I know of. Crazy. It shows how hard that that position is to draft, though. I mean, even look at Jamarcus Russell. You know, everyone thought that that guy was going to be pretty good. He doesn't pan out. Well, he got addicted to the purple drink. Purple drink. I mean, that's a dangerous game to play. And he didn't so. read the playbook. And there's a lot of red flags there. But yeah, could, but I mean, talent-wise. He could throw it 70 yards from his knees, so that should have gone better. I'm not sure, though, what play that is. That's the, uh, I'm already down, but I'm going to throw it anyway, play. Do you see this fly buzzing around? Yeah. It's messing with me. Yeah. It's pretty good. I knew I should have showered before I jumped on here. Well, we but... got all kinds of guests coming from your side today. <laughs> we got Mad Dog. We got this fly. Gosh, you know, I'm just not used to doing this. You have like a nosy neighbor that can peek in? Probably. I think he is right here looking in the window. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Let's talk about these COVID protocols and the potential impact that they might have. It seems a little crazy. So if you are unvaccinated and you're close to somebody that has it, you have to... It takes five days to come back. If you're vaccinated, it doesn't matter. As long as you test negative, you get to come back. No rules. So we are very quickly going to find out who and who is not vaccinated just based off of those news, which is cool. Not cool for people like Cam Newton can't figure out the rules. So I think he's going to have a hard time. That's another one we didn't talk about was him and Mac Jones. And I think Mac Jones is just going to get it because I think Cam's going to forget he has to get tested or something. And Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Cam's just been so he's either so good or just so bad or dumb. Yeah. He just can't get it out of his own way. Yeah. I think Mac Jones is probably going to start week one. I think so too. The Colorado Spivies, they've been hyping him up. They won't stop with that chat. All right. Um, <laughs> Love talking Patriots so much. Oh God, I hate the They're Patriots. My favorite just, team. Will you you mentioned Tom Brady too. You should get a slap on the wrist or Sarah. He's not a Patriot. Sarah walking here and slap Troy in the face for me. Um, not a Patriot. It's a buck. All right. We're going to move on to our fun prop bets of the year. I found a couple that are intriguing, a couple that I kind of want to put some money on. First one, if the Ravens go winless plus 100,000, that is the biggest number that I've ever seen for anything ever. Those are like Kevin Malone numbers there. I'd say you just burn that on fire. There's no way they go 0-17. They got that extra game. At least they'll get one. But do you just like put 10 bucks on it because you can win a million dollars? No, there's there's a reason why the odds are that way. I mean, you got to get a little bit lower. Maybe like a 1,000 to 1 is as high as you should ever go, I think. that's I've never seen a number that high. That's why I saw that one. I was like, wow, that's that's incredible. Somebody should bet that. Somebody probably did bet that. 
So my buddy today, this is just a sidebar on a bet. Guy at work bet a hundred dollars that the Cubs second game today would go to extra innings a hundred to win six fifty, And they were down three in the bottom of the seventh and the Cubs hit a three run bomb. And it went to extra innings. Nice. That's a pretty crazy little, who would bet that for one and for two? How's that? When does that ever hit? You never hear about when it doesn't hit, but when it does, that's a good story to tell. That's like buying insurance and blackjack. This seems like a bad bet. <laughs> when you have 16 <laughs> and the dealer has a five, <laughs> just want to make sure I'm safe. What if he season. flips over a 16, then I'm going to recover. Yeah. Those soft 16s. All right. Dallas making the NFC championship game is plus 500. I feel like I want to put some money a, on that one. That's a decent little, I mean, it's only really, it sounds like a lot, but it's five to one on your money. So if you bet, 10 you win 50 well they've won like one playoff game in 25 years they got to win what two to get to the nfc championship game that's what i mean it's like that's not even that good of money i guess but it seems like a pretty safe bet that they will or not no that they won't oh i thought you said they will oh no no no, that they will no i'd bet that they wouldn't i know you wouldn't make a lot of money but you put like you'd have to bet like a thousand dollars to win like 50 yeah that's fine all right. Safe. I don't know how these numbers work. You'll have to explain it to me. <laughs> All right. Can anyone beat Dak for comeback player of the year? He's the far and away favorite to win this. Yeah, he's plus 120. So for those people that don't really know what betting means is plus 120 means if you bet $100, you would win 120. So on Zach's, if you bet $100, you would win. I think it was 10,000 that the Ravens would go winless take one of the zeros off or something weird like that. No, you'd win a hundred thousand dollars. That's a great explanation. So whatever the plus is, is if you bet a hundred dollars, that's what you win. So if the Ravens went winless, you'd win a hundred thousand dollars. And the minus is if if you, let's say it's minus 500, you have to bet 500 to win a hundred dollars. Okay. That makes sense. That's how the, how the betting, because we're going to be using some of those pluses and minuses here on the show. I love it. Yeah, I flunked out, but <laughs> still got my pamphlet. All right, I got one more that I found in there that I want to bet. Jared Goff leads the league in interceptions, plus 1,200. Ooh. He's on the Lions now. They're going to lose a lot of games. He's going to throw it a lot. I think Are they going to throw it. it a lot? Who's he? Yeah, it's kind of one of those things like with Stafford's numbers. Like he always had to throw the ball so much, especially in the fourth quarter, that his yards were good. But his, he had to force some balls in there when you're down 14 on third and 26. Yeah. I hope that the Lions are better. Just Field, for Lions fans. Field Yates said that they're going to make the playoffs and win a playoff game. Well, that guy should be fired. <laughs> It caught me off guard when he said it as well because I was listening to him for fantasy football advice and I was like, wait, what? The Detroit Lions? They're not even... That's possible. I mean, one thing about Stafford, though, he's a career loser, so I hope that he doesn't bring that to the Rams. At least he's smart. Jared Goff doesn't even know what direction the sun rises in, so... Up. 
All right, that's Obviously. enough for football. Let's move no, on. No, I got three more. Oh, you don't got be, three more. Don't be chicken snapping. I'm not going to chicken snap you. Okay, what do you got? I don't even know what that means. but All right, so I'm going to give three different categories, and I looked up the odds, and you have to say who the top three are of these three categories. The top three, okay. And you got to get them in order, or at least just get close. Okay, so who's going to have the most sacks this year? Which three guys? Von Miller, TJ Watt, and Aaron Donald. You got two of the three, but you didn't even get number one. So Donald's number two. This is just betting. Is it Bosa? And I don't even know. Who's the last one? Miles Garrett. Oh, that's right. I disregard him as a human. He's actually like the top one to get defensive player of the year, too. He's very good at football, which, but I don't like him. He is, but that kind of shocked me a little bit. I think you get some down on the list, both so you can get some decent little odds on there. He's got to stay healthy. Okay. Most rushing yards, which are the top three? Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, and... You got one and two. Zeke? Chubb. Oh, okay. Okay. So you got one and two. That's pretty good. I mean, Henry's like, like big favorite, like almost Dak favorite. He's to have the projected most in fantasy to rush for like 1400 yards this year, which is like an absurd fantasy football. Well, you have to remember too, they get that extra game. Sarah, I disregard miles Garrett as a human because he tried to murder my quarterback with a helmet. So he, yeah, he, he took swung a helmet, swung it like as a weapon, like Happy Gilmore did with his ice skate. So that's why. I don't <laughs> see the issue. Should have been standing there. <laughs> I'm sure he said something <laughs> terrible. All right, top three. Okay. Receiving per, I think it was Bovada betting favorites. That's the last one I have. Uh, Devonte Adams. One. Um, come on, Zach. You're smarter than this. Um, Don't be Googling. I'm not Googling anything. But I'm going to give up because I'm like drawing a huge blank right now. Diggs. Oh, I knew that. And Ridley. Ridley. Well, I guess Julio's gone. So Who else is going to throw it to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to throw it to somebody. I mean. They're going to be down in a lot of games late. He's going to get a lot of yeah, garbage. Sense. I should be better That's at fun. that. We got our fancy football draft this weekend, so I should probably know those numbers. We do? Yeah. For our league or for yeah. your league? Both. What What day? Sunday. Oh, I'm busy Sunday. Well, you'll have to auto-draft then. Probably be better than your normal team anyway. Haven't I won like two of the last three years? I don't, I don't know, know if that. that's accurate. That yeah, that could be right. wrong. I think I lost in the championship to Vito, actually. So I basically took last. <laughs> that's a first or last situation for sure. Yeah. I don't know if he actually won, but I don't want to give him credit. All right. Were those your three that we had to guess yeah. that I just totally botched the last one? I really like this new little thing where it shows the armchair long snappers. That looks really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging on it. All right, let's move on. Like we're gonna move on to Super Size Man of the Week. 
I haven't heard this. I'm really excited to hear who the supersized man of the week. If you say you, I will just clap. <laughs> one week, one week, it's gotta be me. This is more <laughs> like an honorary fat guy. But uh Joey Chestnut was trending on Twitter this week because of a study that came out that said eating one hot dog takes 36 minutes off of your life. And Twitter yeah, was very so concerned dead. about his life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's, do we somebody, have the stats so somebody, behind that? So somebody did the math. It's an absurd amount of hot dogs that he's eaten in competition and even more that he's eaten just in practice. But the Warm math worked out to about 27 days, which isn't that bad. No, there's the 27 it. days at the end. So those are the ones you can trade back in, right? I don't know how it works. Unless you get hit by a bus, I guess. Trying to get extra hot dogs. I mean, it happens. Trying to get to that cart, bus goes off the road. I think it's the champ. What I'm saying is, I think it's worth the 27 minutes for Joey Chestnut to eat 20 million hot dogs. That's a lot of hot dogs. He does eat a lot of hot dogs. We ate five chili dogs. I thought I was going to (laughs) die. Then we podcasted right after it, too. All right, we're going to get in a quick Kings talk, and then we're going to get into our big event later tonight, which is the reason we it's wanted a podcast. It's the big tonight. event. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Wednesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday. Everybody right, so loves Wednesdays. We're going to move on to Kings talk with our new segment in Slamps and We Trust. The only member of the Kings that we can ever count on. He's the best mascot in, in basketball. And he really was. the only thing... I think he's still pretty good. He wasn't as good as the guy we lost in expansion draft, though. Nobody talks about that. We lost Gerald Wallace and the mascot that year. That was a devastating blow to the team. I think that was the beginning of the end there when you lost the original Slamson, the OG Slamson. Yeah. Sad. wonder if he's still around. We'll have to Google it. Maybe he can be our fat guy of the week because he's probably a fat guy if he's no longer the mascot. Or he's like, has to be a fat guy. Or where do you go? He's still a mascot. Do you go to the Bobcats? I can't remember. That's where he went. Yeah. That was the expansion draft. All right. Let's move on. Or let's just Kings talk. The Vegas odds for over under for wins is out for the Kings. They set it at 36 and a half. Sounds about right. That's probably exactly what they're going to be. I always think they're good enough to be 500, which still won't get them in the playoffs. Actually, I mean, that's kind of a Vegas is really good at putting numbers out there because, you know, all the Kings fans are like, oh, they'll win more than that. And then all and the they, other like smart people, do. all the smart people are like, yeah, we've done this for like 15 straight years. Here's all the other teams. This is how many games are being played. Here's who you get to play them against. Yeah. So 36 and a half. It would be the most it would be the highest winning percentage since 2018 since we have Dave, Dave Yeager as the coach. And for the one millionth time, they would be the 11th seed in the West and just miss out on the playing game. So that sounds about right. God, if you can't even get top 10, <laughs> was it out of 15, 16, 15? Gosh, that's so bad. It's pretty rough. So we'll see what happens. Still need to make a trade. I think you got to get rid of Buddy. Yeah. But then I can't wear my NBA jam shirt with Buddy on it anymore. I even bought this just to jinx it so they'd get rid of Buddy. 
I just think the Kings have a lot of good parts, but you just don't have enough to compete. Would you say, this is sidebar, would you say that Jordan, Pippen, and Rodman was the best trio of all time? I've seen that on Twitter a lot recently. Yeah, me too. That's why I was just bringing it up. I don't know that the Heatles were pretty good and they were closer to their primes than that because they got the last three years of Rodman after that 98 season when they won he played 20 more games for the Lakers and then he played for the Long Beach Jam so his career is basically over at that point I still think it's one of the best trios of all time well it's one I mean, of only- who else was, let's say, Tim Duncan, the Admiral? Who else was on that team? They didn't They didn't really have a third. Yeah. I mean, you talk about the Heat, but I don't think Bosch is better than any of the three on the other one. Clyde Barkley and Elijah Wan was pretty good. Doesn't really move the needle for me. Because that was older Barkley, wasn't it? Yeah, and older Clyde and older Elijah Wan. <laughs> I think the Heatles is the only one we really had in their primes. Celtics were pretty was nasty. Too. They were kind of on the older side as well, though. Yeah, you don't really like when you're but a rookie. Really you don't. Yeah. Just think about it. You had Westbrook, Durant, and Harden. Young. That's pretty good. I like that. If they would all stay together, that would have been interesting. Don't anyone come at me with Clay, Curry, Draymond. I mean, they did win 73 games. But I just can't stand Draymond. He's not. How about Durant, Curry, and Clay? That's a pretty good three. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I Rodman was just so dominant without being able to score. Yeah. He's a better Draymond Green. No, Draymond Green at least hit threes. I bet I bet you Dennis Rodman could. He just chooses not to. See, that's the thing. Like, could you imagine they always say, Oh, Jordan didn't really hit that many threes, but if this was the league that he played in, you don't think he would practice and hit threes? He absolutely would. Because LeBron didn't hit threes until everyone started hitting threes. Kobe didn't shoot start shooting threes until later in his career when the game changed. So We call that a sidebar here on the Spivey Special Podcast. We just say random things and see where it takes us. <laughs> Classic sidebar. All right, let's get into the big event of the day. We're going to be moving on to our baseball segment. That was a bunt. That was a bunt. So we'll be talking about baseball. We're going to be doing a MLB fantasy lineup. We're going to have five starting pitchers, two relievers, every position and a DH. And at least three of them have to be fictional baseball players from a movie or a TV show or. And an announcer and a manager. But before we jump into that, we just kind of. <laughs> Let's just give Miguel Cabrera a little love, okay? This past week, he hit his 500th home run. We did a little research on him. Um, 
back-to-back MVP, AL MVPs, 2012-2013. In that 2012 season, he did also win the Triple Crown. He's an 11-time All-Star. His career average is 311. He had an eight-year span where he didn't hit below 313. Some of those as high as like 348. No one has more fun than Miguel Cabrera. So we just want to give a little love to him and say, we see you, boo. Keep doing you. I think he's close to the end, though. He's like watching Albert Pujols play at this point. Yeah. He's just there to fill the seats. Basically. But that's fine. That's what you do when you hit that many I mean, he's he's good with the... Pujols is good with the Dodgers to give a little, you know, break to the main guys. Veteran he presence. A, he hit his 15th home run the other night. That's his 20th season with 15 home runs or more behind only so Barry Bonds. Crazy. Well, he just sits on one pitch and just swings out of his butt. He's actually been better since he's been on the Dodgers. They're like, you need to just walk, dude. Or hit a home then we'll run. pinch run for you. They should have a courtesy runner for Albert Pujols. <laughs> Every time he gets on, like in slow pitch softball, someone should be able to run for him. I think that's fair. Not even a fast guy, just like a regular guy. Nope. Just Some like guy the from backup, the stands gets to go up the there. The backup and do catcher. It. The backup catcher gets to run for him. So there's no real advantage other than we don't have to watch Pujols run. It's a slight advantage. That's how slow Pujols is. Yeah. All right, Trey, where do you want to start this thing? How are you going to do this? This is a, one of your um, from the minds of Troy Spivey. So explain the rules. I a little better than I did. And where do you want to start? Are we doing like a snake draft? I, I don't know how you want to do this. Um, we're each going to um, we're going to start with announcer because um, that's where you got to start any fictional team. Of, of course, um, we're then going to start. Then we're going to move on to the manager. Um, we got to get then throw our five starting pitchers out there, our two relievers, and then we'll start from first and head on the way all the way down to the D.H., on the way it's going to work, we're going to post on social media, Zach's team against my team, just match up. So my announcer against Zach's announcer, um, and so on and so forth. So the way we're going to do it is of the, I think it ended up being 18 people that we're going to choose. Three of them have to be fictional. <laughs> and if we have any that are the same, we have backup picks. So we'll do it as a snake draft. Um, so I'll go first. We all we have backup picks, so if someone picks something that we had down, we have someone to slip into those slots. Okay, so that's how she's going to work. All right, you got for you. Were we starting announcer? Announcer. I'll let you go first. I'm terrible with names, so like if you can correct me on all of them, that'd be fine. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. But I'm gonna go old Bob Euchre. And of course, you're going to do the Harry Doyle version of Bob Uecker, the major league. I, I like both, but I'm going to go. I think the major league. I think that's the better version. Too. That'd be a much more entertaining game to watch. Just tanked, just <laughs> just drunk all day long. I think that's the man. That's going to be the announcer for my team. Yeah. Zach, who's your announcer going to be? My announcer is going to be Vin Scully. He will be calling Smart. the game by himself, telling stories about him and Jackie Robinson, and it's going to be wonderful. You know, I really, I mean, I enjoyed him, but at times, especially in his later years, kind of like lulled me to sleep a little bit with some of his stories. Uh, it's all part of it. It's 
part of the fun. He filled three hours every day by himself. He's, yeah. He was a, I think he'd be a really good radio guy, but on TV, he does a good job describing it too. Yeah. It's such a talent. He doesn't miss a pitch and he just Tells jumps like, right back into a story that he was telling. He basically like reads you an entire like chapter book and then calls the game. Yeah, if you want to learn, um, if you wanted to learn anything about a player that's on your team, you just watch the Dodgers feed while they're playing the Dodgers, and Ben Scully will tell you everything about that person. It's amazing. All right, all right, Zach. Now you're gonna jump in with your manager. Well, I'm gonna go my first fictional character, and I'm gonna pick Billy Haywood from Little Big League. He is gonna be my manager. Gosh. Now I got to go into my backups. He's got to go into your backup. All my grandma gave me was a sweater. I mean, he just knows every situation. He's way too smart for a 12 year old, but he's the best manager. Single. Yep. I'm going to have to go back in my book then. Um, I believe he. Oh, also one of the rules is they had to have played. The real people had to have played or coached or whatever at least one game after 1990. So my manager is going to be Lou Pinella. That's a good I pick. believe he, because he was actually in that movie too. Yes, that's the no reason I picked him. Just, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so that's going to be my manager, Lou Pinella. All right. Good Fire, pick. fiery. It just kind of fits with my team. So we're going to jump into the starting pitchers now. Um, I'm going to go with another person in that movie. I'm going to go with Randy Johnson's my one. Oh, He's no. He's going to come out hard throwing lefty, nasty slider. And I kind of, I mean, you got a bird. He'll hit it. He don't care. Just that's one guy I would never want to step in the box against. I right, love my Randy first Johnson. pitch is my first pick is going to be Pedro Martinez. The best changeup in the history of baseball. It looks exactly like his fastball, except there's like a 25 mile per hour difference, and he will make you look like a dummy. Love Pedro Martinez. That's a, that's a bold pick for your one. Was Randy Johnson your one? Randy Johnson was on my list at number one. That's my <laughs> dude. Full on mole and everything, but I do love Pedro Martinez. Actually, I think I wrote, I have Pedro Martinez down first, but. All right, who's your second pitcher for your team? Did you come up with a team name? I didn't. I did not come up with a team name. I am going to take... I know you're going to so take gotta, him at some yeah, point. You got you to gotta make it. Okay. I'm going to take Henry Roan Gardner from the movie Rookie of the Year. He is my number mm-hmm. two starter. He is going to be throwing fire, him. striking out Barry Bonds and John Cruck. I don't even think he was the best pitcher on that team. To be honest with you, that's because I had him down. I I had him down. And I crossed him off. I had Chet Rocket Stedman on you'd my list, ha- but I, you'd rather have Chet than Henry absolutely. That guy's a freaking workhorse. I mean, Rowan Gardner, he's one slip away from being nothing. He's up there lobbing it. You know, Chet's seen some things. He's done some Chet's wild one slip away from breaking his hip. He's nine hundred <laughs> years old. But I got. That would be prime chat for me because I can pick when I want him to. That's the rule. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. My number two pitcher 
Um, I already got Randy Johnson. So, you know, you got that hard throwing lefty, nasty slider. I'm going to come in with a little just 89 mile per hour sinker, hitting my spots everywhere. Somewhat named my son after him. So I'm going to go with Greg Maddox as my two. The guy just can compete. I mean, as he got older, you know, his velocity went from like 93 to 89. Just he was still able to hit his spots. I mean, looking back on some of those videos, those umpires were so bad. They were giving him like a foot outside, but that's just because he would just exactly hit the spot consistently over and over and over again. So that's why I'm going to take Greg Maddox as my two, uh, my three. I like to go lefty, righty, lefty, righty. So I'm going to go with the D train. I'm going Dontrell Willis. Is Dontrell my three. Willis. <laughs> we have a DH. There's no reason to pick Dontrell Willis. He's not going to hit. I love Dontrell Willis. I think, you know, after the big lefty slider, you go throw a little pus. Now you got this funky, you know, wind up. Just I really enjoyed watching Dontrell Willis hit pitch you name it so i'm gonna go to the d train dontrell willis is my three all right i probably should have wrote some more names down because we have a lot of the same names so far in starting you took dontrell willis i did not have (laughs) dontrell willis probably greg maddox so far i have pedro and rowan garner i did have the unit and greg maddox on my team my number three starter is going to be clayton kershaw one of the best eras in the history of baseball side hugger one of the best curveballs in the history of baseball. He added a fourth pitch, which was the slider, and now it's like the best slider in baseball. He is an unbelievable machine. And since this is just a exposition game that we're playing together, or uh, whatever they call it, it's a best of five. It's not worth anything. No, <laughs> no pressure on Kershaw. He'll be fine. And we have is a good, he hurt right now. We've, we've got a good bullpen. Yes, he'll be back soon though. All right, and then right. my number four starter will be. We're gonna go Kevin Brown. Love it, old Dodger. Old Dodger, out of nowhere, Florida Marlins MVP pitcher, winning World Series, coming to the Dodgers, made a whole bunch of money, pitched really well. Unfortunately, his last couple of years, his ERA was terrible, and it skews his all-time stats. But he had a little window there where he was very, very good at baseball. And you can pick him in your window because that's how this game works. Mm-hmm. All right, so you, that was your four, so I've right? Four. I've got one more to go. So my four is going to be Kerry Wood. Shouldn't shock anybody. That guy. Just that one game days, where he struck out 20 guys. He was so filthy, and then he even was a pretty good closer for the Cubs, too. He didn't have to pitch very often because those Cubs weren't very good. It was just him striking people out and Sammy Sosa dropping bombs. But Kerry Wood, I think, is one of the more talented pitchers of his time for the few years that he was good. He didn't really have much longevity, but I wouldn't want to hit against him. And I don't think either did Sandy Koufax, but that doesn't mean that he wasn't a great pitcher. All right, so and then my fifth one is going to be twelve-year-old Daniel Monte is my five starter. <laughs> I was kind of upset we <laughs> talked about it during the opening because I was going to just sneak it in there, but my five starter is twelve-year-old with quotes Daniel Monte. So my five starters: Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox, the D Train, Kerry Wood, and Daniel Monte. Zach, who's your fifth, and then your first reliever. 
All right. I am going to pick Roger Clemens will be my final starter. I was going to say no steroids, but then I looked at the rest of my team and I think there's probably a couple more in there. So yeah, I I'm in trouble if that's the case. I mean, he won like seven Cy Youngs and he won led the in ERA that many times he's got 350 wins. He's an incredible pitcher. Maybe the last few were a little sketchy. We're like in 2004 when he's been pitching since the eighties, he wants the Cy Young, but <laughs> unbelievable talent. Great pitcher. Can't argue with it. And he's my five star. So it doesn't even really matter. I mean, he's going to get the loss when Danny Almonte comes in, but that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. All right. My first reliever is going to be my setup guy. It's going to be Ricky Vaughn from major league wild thing will be coming in just to get the crowd hyped. I don't know that I want him actually closing the game, but we need uh when we need uh, a couple innings after Kershaw can only go six, then uh, we'll bring in uh wild thing with the glasses. Of course. Yeah. As soon as, you give him the, as soon as you give him the skull Shoot. glasses. Yeah. Get the suit. If him we out get him there. some uh, Jameis Winston LASIK, he'd be even better, but give me a wild thing. My setup man's very similar to yours. Um, you better get your batteries ready because I'm going John Rocker is <laughs> oh, my setup guy. Okay. Was he? Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's the what my team has is just fire. We're gonna be just coming in hot. Lou Pinella's gonna be lighting a fire under all our guys. Uh Rocker's gonna be able to, you know, figure it out because we're gonna be playing in South Dakota. Uh, that's where our <laughs> team's stationed, where there's not a lot of media and all that, where he's gonna go crazy. Um, and then I'm going to bring in my closer. I would say he's 1B of best closers of all time. I didn't want to go Rivera, but I'm going to go Trevor Hoffman, the oh, Sandman. Okay. So Rocker, you know, throws pretty hard out of the pen. You know, Trevor Hoffman, he wasn't too overwhelming with the speed, but he knew how to get out, similar to a lot of the guys in my rotation. So I'm going to set it up with Rocker, and I'm going to come in closing it with Trevor Hoffman. All right. Well, I had both of my closers, my backup and my first. I'm going to go with my honorable mention for closer. And I'm going to pick Dennis Eckersley. Did Unbelievable play... pitcher. He did. did he... His best season was in 1992. I looked it up. Nice. Just want to make sure the rules are being followed. They are being followed. He pitched for a really long time. Love Dennis Eckersley. Love his weird mustache. Love his mullet. Got to love Eckersley. And he All gave right. up the home run. He did. Yeah, he did. All right, give Gibson. us that first baseman. No, I got to give my actual closer. That was my honorable mention for closer. My closer oh, is going is. to be Eric Gagne. Specifically, the 55 saves, 1.2 ERA Cy Young winning uh, Eric Gagne. Another short oh. career. He's Very another short. guy on the steroids list, but at the end, so we're not going to count that against him. Yeah, it wasn't. Love Eric Gagne. It's, it's game over. He's my favorite Dodger of all time. He was pretty nasty. When he comes in, game Canadian. Over. He's a he's probably the only Canadian on my team, if I had to guess, but I don't know a lot about Canada. <laughs> so. All right. Now you can give us your first baseman. Okay. My first baseman is going to be Albert Pujols. 
He has a million bajillion home runs. He's got better stats than Mike Trout in comparable years. He's an incredible first baseman. He could even run when he was younger. Now he's like the size of a school bus, but you got 2021 pool holes though in this game. Sorry. He's still pretty good. Start on most teams. Yeah. He's starting on my team right now. It's true. But I don't think there's right. any first baseman that's better than Albert Pujols. Maybe all time. Until you hear mine. I'm very intrigued. I've got one of the best. What was that little handheld game we had? The Dreamcast? Game Gear. Game Gear. The Big Hurt was one of the best video games I think we had as a youth. That was a very on that, good baseball game. On that console, at least. So I'm going to go Big Frank Thomas. The dude, I don't know how he did it. He hit off his front foot and was just still hitting missiles. The guy looked like a Sequoia. He was just built. I mean, I don't care how he got built because there's no test in this exhibition series. So Big Frank Thomas is going to be my 1B over there. Second baseman. His son's playing right now on the Blue Jays, but I'm going to go with Craig Biggio. All right. That's my second baseman. Over 3,000 hits, play the game the right way. Just really enjoyed watching him play when we were younger. So Craig Biggio is going to be my two-sacker. Sack. Well, let's just go back and forth. Let's not do the snake draft. I'll let you go first, too, because I've got backups for all mine. Just to make it flow a little easier. I uh, I had Biggio, and the list of second basemen is kind of underwhelming. It's like Robinson Cano, Chase Utley. So I'm going to pick Benny the Jet Rodriguez, who plays all nine positions. So he he's going to be my second baseman. He might bat I off. Mean, he might by. He might bat lead off for me as well. He's at least pinch running for somebody. He's going to steal home. It's going to be awesome. I mean, what I saw on MLB.com or wherever I was looking is he was actually listed as a shortstop, but I'll let you slip him over on the other side of the bag if you want. In the movie, he plays all nine positions, Troy. (laughs) All right. Shortstop. I'm going Jeter. I mean, you got to go Jeter in our era. There's not very many better shortstops. I don't like Derek Jeter because he was a Yankee, and I don't really care for the Yankees that much, just because especially in the 90s, they spent a lot of money to get a lot of wins, although they're still doing it, and they're red hot right now. They are. I got to go with Jeter. He's my captain. Well, I went with Roger Clemens and Eric Gagne and Wild Thing, so the steroids thing's off the table. So I'm just going to go with Alex Rodriguez. You got to former teammate of Jeter. He's better than Jeter. He's a better hitter. Maybe not probably a better, better short. Probably a better, I think he's a better shortstop. But they pushed but him they third. Need him. Jeter couldn't play third. No, he's America's shortstop, so he has to play shortstop. Yeah, a Rod. Million home runs, you, hits for average, steal bases. He's a good fielder. But do you think who's going to win in the vote though? So you got to think about that. There's no way Jeter is going to lose to A-Rod. Probably won't beat him. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Third third baseman, Chip Jones. Yeah, that's the right pick. 
I, I don't think there's, I was looking through the list like you. I mean, you could even have a rod there because he played third base, but I'm going to go with Chipper Jones. He That's was Atlanta. He, he still is Atlanta. Basically. All right. I'm going to pick Adrian Beltre, the best third baseman in the history of the Dodgers. No offense to Justin I, Turner. And some I'm other not people. a big Turner guy. Adrian Beltre had some years, man. He's still really good. Underappreciated. He played on some bad teams. He won some games for Texas. Very good. Should have been MVP when he was on the Dodgers. Loves the game. Yeah. Always having a good time. I think he, he got once cheated got out a- of his MVP from uh, giant big head Barry Bonds with his 900 walks or whatever. So he's not on your list, Barry Bonds? He is not, no. Oh, he didn't make an honorable mention? Not even an honorable mention. He's on the dishonorable mention. He's on the Miles Garrett list. All right, uh, left fielder. I'm going Manny Ramirez. Ooh. I don't know if you had him. Man Ram. Man Ram. I mean, he eliminated my team one year when you were wearing those dreads when we were in L.A., <laughs> and that's okay. But I just like... He was a little goofy, always had a good time, was able to play left field in Boston, which isn't a very easy place to play left field. Well, he kind of, he stood out there at least, kind of cut the ball off at random times, but guy could launch the ball. When he got hot, there wasn't very many people that could get hotter. We'll just put it that way. Great hitter. I don't know about his teammate skills, but it's just a five-game series, so I don't really care. Everywhere he went, they won. Cleveland, they won. Boston, they won. He transformed the Dodgers into a winning team after the McCourts finally left. I love Manny. Even though he's taking uh, estrogen or whatever he was taking when he got busted for whatever he got busted for. Everyone's doing it. Yep. All right. Um, I am going to pick Ricky Henderson as my left fielder. He's going to be batting leadoff. He's going to steal like 40 bases. We're going to steal a lot of bases on my team. Not until you find out who my catcher is. Maybe not Pulhouse, but uh, Benny the Jet and Ricky Henderson are going to steal all the bases. Ricky Henderson is going to bat for power. He might hit a leadoff home run. Or he might just bunt and then steal his way all the way around all the bases. Love Ricky I think Henderson. the only, I think the only one... And he refers to himself off. in the third person, so you got to love Ricky Henderson. I think the only one he's hitting off him is maybe 12-year-old Daniel Monte in this lineup. I, I mean, this rotation I have. Ricky Anderson can hit off anybody. All right, who you got? Center field. Should be pretty straightforward. He's also in Little Big League. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with Ken Griffey Jr. Of course. Just everyone from that movie basically made my team. Yeah. (laughs) That's center field. I mean, there's no, to me, there's some other guys in there. Um, not really hitting wise, but Jim Edmonds comes to mind as a good center fielder fielding wise. Um, he actually hit for decent power with the angels there for a little bit. Um, just love Ken Griffey jr. I mean, he should be the logo, the hat backwards kind of made it fun when it wasn't during the strike time. I just like Griffey. How can you not like Ken Griffey jr. All right. I'm just going to pick another person from a movie. Willie Mays Hayes He's going to play center field for me. Hits like Mays, runs like Hayes. Both versions, both both Wesley Snipes and Omar. Just the good ones. Both of them. Yeah. He can hit for power, but they don't want him to. They just want him to hit it on the ground. 
better hit it on the ground. He's going to buy like 60 gloves to put on the wall because that's how many he's going to need for the five-game series against your team. Yeah, you guys better get on base a lot or you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not a ton of power so far, but uh, pull host will knock a couple in. All right, right fielder, I'm going Ichiro Suzuki. Good pick. My only fast guy, I think, except maybe Biggio might be able to steal a couple of bases. The guy just can hit. He's just a professional hitter. He can slap it. He can hit bombs if he wants. He can just do whatever he wants. Fast, great right fielder, cannon of an arm. I don't think there's a better pick out there in right field, personally. I'm going to pick Tony Gwynn to play right field for my team. Well, you're going to get on base a lot. He might not be able to run as well. I had Ichiro written down. Ichiro's amazing. He's got a crazy cannon. But nobody hits like Tony Gwynn. He's the Ted Williams of our time. He doesn't ever strike out. He's going to get find a way to get on base. And that's what we're going to do on my team. We're just going to get on base and pull host and A-Rod are going to knock him in. All right, catcher. I'm going Jake Taylor. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to get my last fictional guy in there. Um, I just think even as he turned into a manager, I mean, he was just just knew the game, had the heart. You know, he's okay with laying a bunt down every once in a while and beating it out. I mean, he's going to call a good game. I mean, to handle a rotation like I have, you have to have a you know veteran back there, and I think that's what Jake Taylor brings to the field. So the A-gap says, sounds like Zach is building the 2010 Giants. Who do I have that I picked that was on the 2010 Giants? Tony, Tony, oh, I don't Willie Tony Gwynn was. Was he? <laughs> I think he's trying to say that the Giants won in 2010 and your team is so good. It's just like that. Oh, yes. Where they just get on base and then one person with a giant oversized head knocks people in. Not in 2010, I don't think. Oh, that's right. They had a different person with. <laughs> because Brandon Bell. Mm. Posey and. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like the Giants. That's it. We don't need to talk about that. Okay, who's your catcher? My catcher is going to be. Name that Molina. Yadier. Yadier Molina is going to be my catcher. You should get Benji and get even more stolen bases. <laughs> and then another 2010 Giant. Now, Yadier Molina is the best catcher. Fielding-wise, he's a very good hitter. He's going to throw literally every single person out that tries to steal. So I think I think the only one that maybe Taylor matches can barely, barely make the throw to second. So good luck That's throwing fine. out uh, Benny the Jet and Willie Mays Hayes. You don't get on base, and you Ricky can't Henderson. steal. If you don't get on base, you can't steal. I think the only one that maybe matches him defensively is Pudge Rodriguez. That was the other one I had. Pudge or Yadier. I love, I love Pudge. Well, the other catcher I had was Ham from Sandlot. So I had him on my short list too. I Actually, think, I I think Ham would be fun just because he would talk crap to the people that are batting. The same power that Jake has from Major League. I, I also had Crash Davis down from bull durham that's another good pick 
if I cross him off and I was going to put a real person, I just went with Jake Taylor. All right, last one as we finalize our teams up is the DH. I think you got to go with the DH. There's two people that I had down. And I went with Big Poppy because I think he's the clutchest. You know, if it gets to game five, Daniel Monte against Roger Clemens, <laughs> I think that <laughs> Big Poppy's going to come up with a big hit late in the game and, you know, just really put my South Dakota team ahead for good. I'm going to go with my sixth fictional person and Pedro Serrano will be the DH for my team. So you better throw a bunch of curveballs or he's going to hit them right out. <laughs> yeah, like late in the movie Serrano is what you're saying. Not like when he's striking out a bunch. Yeah. The, uh, the one where he curses out Joe boo and he says he'll do it himself. That's Serrano. So you're in big trouble. I think the only other person like, realistic real dhs would be maybe edgar martinez very good i need some power though that makes sense to bring serrano in then yeah and you get good insurance Mm -hmm. and he was also the president of the united states so that's pretty good pretty good a lot of a lot of birds with one stone there all right trey who do you let's do a full recap of your team and we'll do a recap of my team We'll have a quick vote in the chat to see uh, who Agap thinks wins this thing because they jumped in a little bit late. All right. Here we go. My announcer is going to be Bob Euchre. Harry um, Doyle. One, Harry Doyle from Major League. My manager is Lou Pinella. Uh, my starting rotation, I have Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox, the D-trained Dontrell Willis, Carrie Wood and 12-year-old, in quotes, Danny Almonte is my five. Um, my setup guy is going to be John Rocker, and my closer is going to be Trevor Hoffman. At first, I got the big hurt, Frank Thomas. At second, I got Craig Biggio at shortstop, the captain, Derek Jeter. At third, Chippa Jones, left field, Man Ram, Manny Ramirez, center field, Ken Griffey Jr., not senior. Um, right field, I got Ichiro Suzuki. My catcher is going to be Jake Taylor, and my DH is David Ortiz. That's a pretty good team. I regret letting you go first on all of those infielders because I kind of burned up. But I like I like my team as well. So my uh, my ace is going to be Pedro Martinez. Then we have Henry Rowan Gardner coming in second. We've got Clayton Kershaw, Kevin Brown. Roger Clemens, those are my starting pitchers. And then I have uh, Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn as my setup guy and Eric Gagne, specifically the 2003 Eric Gagne that was very, very good as my closer. I've got Pujols at first base, Benny the Jet Rodriguez playing second base, A-Rod at shortstop, Adrian Beltre at third base, Yadier Molina playing catcher, Ricky Henderson playing left field. Willie Mays Hayes in center field. Tony Gwynn in right field. And Pedro Serrano as my DH. I think it's going to be a fun matchup. Yeah, I think because you took my manager. I just have an announcer, announcer, catcher. My third fictional, I guess, would be Daniel Monte. Yeah. 
Oh, and then my announcer was Vin Scully, and my manager is Billy Haywood from Little Big League. So I believe I have, what do I have? One. I think you're at five. Two, three, four, five, six fictional people on my team. So. See, I think those might get the votes in the chat, though. Yeah, that's what I I was thinking. And it was more fun. I think it's 18 matchups. I'll do about four a day. Okay. And just so you know, everyone listening, we're going to have a real big show next week. It's going to be on. Troy's birthday is next week. Troy is turning 33. Scotty Pippen, baby. Something like that. You can't tell. Scotty Pippen birthday. Nice. We're going to. Just so you know, we haven't talked about this, but we're gonna have giveaways. Oh, we're gonna have we're gonna have drinks. People are gonna come have a beer with us. They're gonna follow us. Most importantly, <laughs> I've already made the flyer in my mind. So when I put it down on paper, it's gonna be on. All right, I love it. All right, so check us out on social media at Spivey Special on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Make sure you're following us on Twitch if you're listening to the video or watching us on YouTube later. Spivey special podcast on Twitch. No. No? You can't get an autograph. No. Got all these comments Worth too much. Yeah. Agap wants uh, an autograph. I understand why. Then they're going to have to go on that other show and see how much it's worth. They're going to have to unpack it. It's just too much work for everybody. All right, Troy, I think that's all we got. Troy, do you got anything else? Zach, you're fat. Troy, you're fat. Later. Later.